Hello, welcome to the Northern Monkeys Football Search Football Show, the second, the final domestic episode of the season. Even though we're talking a lot about internationals this week, um, we are only three monkeys here today because one of them has abandoned us uh, to spend time with his family, the selfish bastard. Although he has sent a message in, which we'll come to later on when we get to the England squad talk. Um, we're late for the normal. Um, Odin, whose fault is it? Um, the baby Jesus. Okay. I mean, I Wayne, you've got a flat like there. It's definitely Wayne's fault. How is this my fault? We always record on a Monday night. Unless Odin's got a Leeds game, we always record on a Monday night. It gets to 12 o'clock on a Monday, and I go, oh, are we all all right for tonight? Oh, no, I'm working today and tomorrow. Fucking Wayne. Why did you have to do that in a really strong Barnsley accent? I had to do a different accent to my <laughs> voice to let people know it wasn't me talking Wayne. So, yeah, Wayne, Wayne's the reason, the reason, as always. Right. Sometimes Odin, because of Leeds games, but that's acceptable. So, so it's it's not the man who's not here? He's on holiday, which so, was pre-booked. His holiday was booked in from like September last year. That's plenty of warning. I was in Albania, I still turned up on the show. He's only gone speaking to holiday, Cornwall. Do, do, do we get annual leave on Northern Monkeys? No, not this year. You've <laughs> got... <laughs> <laughs> We left the EU Brexit. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we're all we're all the iron fist. There's, there's no monkeys' rights on this show. <laughs> uh, as always, not all's not here, so I suspect this episode will just turn into a complete shit show. Um, but in fairness, not... in fairness, that's usually what happens when he is here as well. So you mm. know, we'll just we'll, we'll plod along as normal. Normal service will some... resume. There is truth in what we do, because last time we were on Azul, we talked about our coup in Burma. Um, I mean, Red Bull haven't taken over in Burma, but there was a coup since then. So listen carefully to what we say. There is some, you know, some truth we, in what we say. We're not, we, we can't directly say that Nuttall has gone to start a new coup, uh, this, this time involving Uganda and Pepsi. We can't say <laughs> that. We're not saying that at all. Okay? Absolutely. Um, so we're going to talk about Premier League final day of the Premier League season um, and then we are going to talk about one of us going back to a football game and then we're going to finish off with the England announcement of the provisional squad, not the final squad. Um, there was only one real story from last day of the season, that was the chase for the top four. Uh, Leicester City, having spent the, mo the most time out of anybody this season in the top four, end up finishing fifth, predictably. Um, Ode, we've talked about this all season. We talked about it at the end of last season when we first started doing the show. They did it again, didn't they, Leicester? They've, they've, it wasn't taken away from them. They've thrown it away. Absolutely. And uh, I've been saying that they'll, uh, they'll have learned from it. it. It's a massive kicking bollocks again, isn't it? Massive mm. kicking bollocks. Um, maybe the... I don't know. I thought against Chelsea, they didn't obviously. Maybe something of uh, could they have over celebrated the uh, FA? You can't over celebrate an FA Cup win. I think whoever won that cup possibly had an advantage in that game going into Tuesday in terms of. Yeah. Uh, I know pubs aren't fully open, and but you celebrate, don't you? And 
I'm sure looking back in years to come, Leicester will be. If they're going to take any positives at all from it, they'll be happy they've come away with FA Cup. Uh, whether they've missed out on Champions League or. Yeah, they're going to be. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they have thrown it away and, and whatever. And again, they should have. They should have comfortably finished in that top four. I, I agree with what Odin's saying. That you, this season won't be remembered as the season they threw away finishing the top four. It'll be remembered for the season they won the FA mm. Cup. And let's be fair, they'll probably be in top four next season. Um, so they'll the last <laughs> We weren't that far off. Um, but they'll be there and thereabouts next season as well. Um, Entry to Europa League, which means... They're going to be one of the strongest candidates in there. Obviously, just I'm pretty sure when Europa League still gets you into Champions League, doesn't mm. it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. So there's still another route in there for them. Um, it's a successful season for them. It's a disappointing way to end it, but it's still a very successful season finishing fifth. It is. It's just a kick it balls. It's a question mark on Rodgers as well. I know he won all those titles in Scotland with Celtic in the league, but and I know he did very well with Liverpool. But at the end of the day, they dropped off and didn't win the league. And I know last last season, it was a fantastic season with Leicester, but they dropped off. And again, this season, they've had a fantastic season, but they've dropped off. It's it's becoming a pattern with Brendan Rodgers. His cup final record, I don't think he's ever lost a cup final. And he's been in a lot with Celtic and Leicester, which is an amazing record. But your bread and butter, as the old saying goes, your bread and butter is your league. And I, I 100% agree. I couldn't agree more. This is the this will be good in history for Leicester fans. It's one of the best seasons they've ever had. Not Premier League winning season, I imagine, but still well up there as a cup winning season. But bigger picture, it's an, I don't want to call it a failure, but I suppose it is. It's another failure in the league from where they were, isn't it? I don't. I, don't, I see your point. I just don't think it's fair to call it a failure. Um, they still aren't considered one of the top six teams in country, and yet they've finished fifth. And we're considering that a failure. I get what you're saying because it's from the position they were in, but it's actually a successful season for them. Um, it's disappointing they're going to miss out on, what is it, about an extra 40, 50 million in revenue by not playing in Champions League. Small, yeah. Um, as a standard, depending on what round they get to. Um, but. Are they realistically going to miss that? Really? No. It's a stepping stone, though, isn't it? If you get if you if you get in that Champions League, it's a foothold in that competition because you attract a completely different caliber of player, don't you? Yeah, but the way Leicester do things is they don't go after the top fish. You know, they don't have to, they don't go after the big boys anymore. They have, they go after the players that are um, underutilized or the players that people don't see the value in as much. Um, I'm not saying that they don't spend big because they did spend big on people like Telemans, etc. But if they mm. sold Telemans now, they're going to get double what they paid for him. Yeah, they do so spend a lot on. Uh, they, they do. They don't they stand well. in way of players, do they? Uh, who, mm. like you say, uh, uh, aren't utilised or aren't appreciated at certain clubs. Uh, and they pay well in wages, but what they get back is the. I think the players see. Leicester, uh, in recent years, you can you can the top six aren't they? The top six side, mm, and yeah, I think the only clubs capable uh, 
are taking players off Leicester, the top four, and like your big European clubs. Maguire, Mares. Yeah, you, the 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 pay the pay good money and the uh, it's it's a good it's it's a well run club mm. in that aspect. Uh, but yeah, uh, they'll they'll be disappointed. No doubt, it, doing it two seasons in a row, but they've got that cup and say they'll uh, and and they, they have got European football, so. Mm. It's it's not it's not too bad, is it, for a, a club like no. Leicester when you Leicester ten years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I'm pretty sure they go straight through the group stage that Europe League, so I don't think that starts like September. So they ain't gonna start in like July or whatever, like some other clubs have got to, which is again a massive plus. I think FA Cup gets them that. Um yeah, it's just a, a shame for them. Uh, Liverpool uh, somehow made their way to third. I'm not quite sure how that happened to be honest. Yeah, what the fuck happened there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, and Ch- Chelsea managed to lose on the final day of the season and still managed to get top four as well. They've sort of tripped over and fell into the Champions League. Uh, at least Liverpool earned it a bit by winning the last four or five games of the season. Chelsea literally just fell in a bin in it after the Champions League at bottom of it. Um, so, yeah. Um, the only other thing that was decided was West Ham have been confirmed for the Europa League and Spurs have now been... Because Spurs beat Leicester, they will go into the Europe, UEFA Europa Conference thing. Um, first of all, on West Ham, Wayne, I'm pretty sure you picked them to go down, and I know they were on for the top four, but for getting them in the Europa League for them is is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, first of all, after what happened last season, prior to the last six seven games of the season. How the fuck have they turned it around and got to this situation? You know, stand up and give David Moyes the credit he deserves because that's just been brilliant. Um, with not too many additions to the squad, it's probably fair to say. Uh, not, not a massive amount, yeah. Other than Lingard on loan. Yeah, yeah, but we've been on loan. It's 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 almost been beneficial to Manu to get him off for a bit mm. of game some game time because um, it puts him in shot window, and they'll probably be looking to sell him in summer. From what the what, where they were in, you know, the back end of last season to now, unbelievable performance by them. I still thought they were going to go down even after they had a good start to the season, but they've just kept it going. Um, I'd pre- I'd say up there with, sorry, I have to say this up there with Leeds for a success story at season. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, mm. it, I think it's genuinely all down to David Moyes, and you've got to give him the credit. It's um, it's proven me wrong. It's, it's a bit of a redemption story, Ode, because I had that time at Sunderland where it were bad. The original, the first time at West Ham wasn't particularly good. And it might all get out shitter, it might get relegated next next season. But it looks like they've got a really good base to build off West Ham. Now, I'm not saying they're going to get in Europe, Europe League again, but they're in a good position. First time in how long? Yeah, and Moyes is... Uh... He's been around on in the game a long time now, and uh, yeah, can't can't fault what he's done really. Uh, he's uh, he's not he's not the most fashionable name, and uh, <laughs> I, I think that's that's especially after that man new spell. Uh, did, did, did he go somewhere in Spain after that? 
Yeah, it's Saucy Dad, doesn't it? Saucy Dad, yeah. It didn't quite work out. He's, uh, he's, fa- he's found that, I think, go- going back into the club where he'd already been before for a short spell, I think that helped. Mm. Uh, and obviously, Wayne said Lingard going out, he, I think he's surprised everyone uh, how well how well he's done. Um, but yeah, can't be discounted uh, the 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 job he's done this season. And I'll go back to it again. And I don't care if West Ham fans uh, don't if, if any West Ham fans uh, listen, which. The answer they don't, uh, but it's because of them they're in Europe, not being there. It feels like the manager he was back at Everton. Mm. That that guy you thought you know you could this guy could work if you gave him resources, um, and, and not not much to be fair. He's not he's, yeah. he's not in, in Everton. They spent a bit of money, but they never spent. If they spent twenty million plus more than twice, I would be amazed. When when he were at Everton, they never spent any money. Yeah. Um, they've only spent it since uh, since he left. Yeah, uh, he was always on a shoestring there. They've given it a little bit of money at West Ham, not a great deal, but uh, something to work with, and he's, he's worked wonders with it. Suchek mm, and Sufal and all this season. Yeah, Suchek's been a great signing, hasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I can't wait to see what he does in the summer. Mm. Whether, whether he gets Lingard permanently or not, I don't know. I'd like to think he would. It seems to work for him down there. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you want the best English players playing to the best potential and pushing that, making the England team stronger. So, you know, credit to him, mm. credit to credit to them. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd love to know what the what the difference is that's happened over the two what six weeks of, uh, of summer that they had to change it around. Mm. But fair play yeah. to him. Yeah, I agree. It's the type of club that I think David Moyes works at. Everton, West Ham, I know Everton have probably got a slightly bigger history, but the similar t- in modern-day Premier League terms, they're very similar clubs. Uh, and I think that's the type of club that works well. I don't think he's ever going to be a Man U manager, realistically, a Real Madrid manager, a top, top club manager. I just don't think that's him. I think he needs to be at a club like West Ham and sort of over overachieve might have been a bit harsh. Um it just seems to fit. I quite well. I'm not like West Ham, but I don't mind David Moyes. Fair, fair play to him. Um, he's got a good opportunity to showcase next season. I don't really have any love or hate for West Ham. I'm sure Odin mm. will at some point. Um, hold on. Sorry, I realise why Odin's smiling. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we just for the record, we, we we're recording this while the Manuel Villarreal game's going on. Odin, do you want to? Do you want to let, us, let everyone know what's going on? Yes, Gerard has scored for Villarreal and it's 1 0. There you go. <laughs> Breaking news for all those that are listening on Friday. Um, <laughs> what's, what's your thoughts on this uh, Europa Conference and like, so, or whatever we're going to call it? I, I don't care. About I am a massive fan of this. I, th- I think it's brilliant. Uh, genuinely, I'm not just sort of joking like BT of proper panda, even though they've got rights for it. Um, I think it's a great idea. You give some le- some lesser European countries teams that can go further in a competition. You take Scotland as an example. St Johnston have won, won both cups in Scotland. They, I think they go into the playoff round of the Europa League, which means if they lose, they'll drop down into the group stage of the conference. 
So they're guaranteed at least eight European nights, European games next season. And it guarantees something like six million quid or something like that, which for an SBL team is a massive amount of money. And you compare that to other, some of the lesser countries uh, or lower teams and in uh, Ukrainian ones, Faroe Islands have got a lot of teams coming in. That's, that's a huge amount of money that you're giving these players to hopefully try and improve them. And we get to see Spurs go to some really shit places next year as well. And there are some teams you've never really heard of. It's going to be great watching these these teams have European journeys. I, I, I think it's brilliant. Watching, Spur, watching Spurs play the Icelandic champions in the round of 16. Yeah. It's mm. great. You know what? Um, two things. One on St. Johnston. Um, do we, as the Northern Monkeys, support St. Johnston in the Europa Conference next season? Yes. Uh, it depends if any, if any Gibraltans get through, because if, if Europa get through, I, I think they might be in in one of the qualifications. So we'll support them. But if not, yeah, why not? I'm not awesome. sure. The, by, by supporting St. Johnston, we're supporting the Kremlin. And uh, I don't believe in all Oh, players, yeah. So. <laughs> good sake. call. It's a good call. That fucking perf Russian <laughs> connection thing that's going on. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, we'll stick with Europa then. Uh, and also, I, I have a bit of a bone to pick, to be honest. It's with this whole social media take the mick out of Spurs thing because they're in Europa conference that I need, okay. to, I, need, I need to get off my chest. First of all, Arsenal aren't in Europe for the first time in 26 years, which is fucking beautiful. Honestly, it's fantastic. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, but I've seen a lot of people panning Spurs saying, oh, they're playing Europa Conference. Mm. And the, a lot of people like posting uh, pictures and videos of like really like, what we would consider non-league standard rounds that mm. they're going to be playing at. Anyone who's taken the mick out of those standard of grounds has never been to a football game in their life. So there's the quite uh, famous one that's going on on social media at the moment with the game in, I think it's Belarus or something like that, with the, it's got a train track that basically goes on the pitch. <laughs> Are you honestly telling me you wouldn't want to go and watch a game there? How exactly. awesome would that be? Anyone, anyone who says they wouldn't want to watch football there is either A, I'll rephrase what I was going to say, a, 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 a 12-year-old, or B, has never been to a football game in their life. Or possibly both, to be honest with you. Mm. Or just a massive, massive virgin. Right? <laughs> because it's fucking amazing. Go to those grounds. Why wouldn't you want to? I'll, I'll go and watch fucking Spurs playing fucking Liechtenstein next season. Why not? It'd be a laugh. I agree. Yeah. Mm, I, I agree uh, and all. There's the, for me, there's two problems. And one of them just happens to the, the, the problem is Spurs are in it. And Spurs have gone from being in the Champions League final to what is now the third-tier competition. If West Ham had got into it, people wouldn't be giving the grief it's got because it would be West Ham's first season in Europe for a while and it would be this great story. And I think because Spurs are in it and from where they were, I think it, it, it makes it look a bit shit. And also, they call it a conference. For anybody that's English and likes English football, you associate conference with, with non-league football. So it has these bad things associated with the word conference. Mm. Maybe Foxall. Spanish people don't see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, nobody likes Vauxhalls. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe Spanish people don't, don't feel as different because they don't call them Vauxhalls, do they? they so we call it. The, we call it. I would say should we call it the Europe Europe Opal League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think they, 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 they name it. So the name's stupid. That's what I'll say. 
they've, they've uh, the the thing is, it's it's having the same it, the same people that slagging it are the same people that have slagged Nations League uh, yeah. and and winning that. Just cause it's a new competition. Yeah, uh, you, you have got it, it is a different competition, but it's it's. It's the same people with the newness of it, and just mm. just uh, discounting it as just some fucking Mickey Mouse cup. But uh, one time Champions League were, were that, mm. and and uh, well, all competitions. So I don't think. Yeah, I think but, pe- some people just don't like uh, the idea of a new competition, and I'd be an hypocrite if I said that. Uh, Wayne's league, uh, uh, what, what is it? Uh, the uh, league two, league three, league three. Yeah, uh, I don't like the idea of that, but all all these other competitions are, are like. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, because uh, <laughs> likes likes is in favour of a, a third league. Um, so you're in favour of the UEFA League Three, but not in favour of the English League Three. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a problem with League Three as long as you don't put B teams in it. If you make if you make the conference part of the EFL or the National League, as we call it, we can't call it conference because that sounds like European European competition. Uh, if you made that professional league as part of the EFL, I wouldn't have a problem with that. And no B teams. Okay, we're getting there slowly. Getting there. How's your feelings on League Cup? I love the League Cup. Damn you! <laughs> right, I've got an idea. Right, you don't like the word UEFA Europa Conference. What mm-hmm. about UEFA Europe uh, Papa John's trophy? I think he might be onto something. Yeah. Um, have you have you have you seen another thing that's annoying is that have you, have you seen the graphics for it and the trophy? Yeah. It's just like it looks exactly the same as the Europa League graphics and almost the same as the Europa League trophy. They've, I mean, they made it too similar. They, they, yeah, I think I think the UEFA have not done a great deal of marketing it very well, which also doesn't help. Um, but you've got all these people. We've just spent how many weeks saying, oh, we need these little teams to have a chance to get through. The whole point of European football is that anybody can get anywhere and have European journeys, for example, because of the Super League. This is why we kicked off about the Super League, because it would have stopped things like this happening. And we want to stop. We th- we're saying this is a bad idea again. These other teams are a good opportunity to get far in, the, in a European competition and play big teams like Spurs. I think, I think Roma are in it as well. These are massive teams that these little teams are getting to play and making a fortune on it. I don't get the snobbery, really. If, if, if Spurs against Roma were a Champions League final, you wouldn't really back your eyelid too much at that one. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, just, it's just the idea of St. Johnson against uh, Bala Town in the semi-final that I'd be worried about. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd love it. Um, moving on to Leeds United. Um, as everybody knows, the three of us that are not Daniel Hooden, do not really like talking about Leeds United, but um, we're not going to talk about their great season because I don't care, Hood. What I do care about is that you went to your watch your beloved team for the first time in 14 months. Um, something I can't wait to watch my team again. I'm sure Wayne, well, move on. Um, talk us through it, mate. Uh, it were. It's hard to sum up in words. I'd say... Show us a picture. Show us your penis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see how much you enjoyed it. 
<laughs> Overwhelming. I think that that were a major feeling that day. Mm. Um, it, it weren't. It weren't. It weren't the same in that it were strict on mass and all. There, there were no going to to bar at half time. There were. It were. Uh, it was just all spaced out, but that feeling of walking through turnstiles again and and we we got we got seats near where we normally sit and uh, yeah it were uh, it were unbelievable and to say there were there were 8000 atmosphere it, it felt it felt full mm. it felt full well, and, to be fair in your league one days that would have been full oh is it look um but yeah it it was brilliant brilliant to see a live game of football there again and uh, and some some faces that are familiar um all scattered around the same place and all Mm. which were a thing but yeah uh, Oh, just talk us through like what the what was different to it than a normal game. What couldn't you do that you would do at a normal game? Right. So the, obviously you, you had to stay in your seat. Which the, I thought, looking at matches previously in last week, uh, it'd be a bit more lenient. Yeah. Uh, but but even like um, having having your mask, you know, like it fell below your nose or like around your mouth or whatever. They're telling you, mm. it were heavily steward, stewarded. Um, like every other row, they were stewarded on, and like making, making yeah. sure, uh, yeah, probably work for government. Um, but it were, um, that it 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 didn't really take away. It it were really annoying because my mask were, like we're singing or whatever. You you can, you can feel you. <laughs> like, and you can't belt it out, and and, and your mask sticking to your face when you when you're breathing in, and uh, but I won't like to say that that being at all next season. I can't wait for mm. it, for there to be a full house, but it was special. Um, obviously, with Hernandez and Berardi's last game, and all two long serving uh, Hernandez, especially. It basically took us by scruff of the neck uh, and dragged us up at times. Uh, it was it were, it were emotional and uh, like for, just like uh, bo- booing keepers, booing keepers. <laughs> it, it it were like the the whole ground. Like usually, I mean, like whether. Opposition keeper, if they if they're in front of you, like I, I sit in cop, just behind behind net, and uh, it's usually just um, like that stand or like so mm. much of that stand, uh, like on goal kicks or whatever, winding them up. The whole ground, the whole ground, <laughs> it was like everyone had been waiting for the. <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, it were. Uh, it were brilliant. Uh, like the idea of that a full ground, eight thousand people who have probably put on a fair bit of weight during lockdown, shouting "you fat bastard" are the only person out there that's actually done something during yeah. lockdown. <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. 
It's what missing when you watch, watch, watch these playoff games. It's just you've just missed the little things like fans giving players the wanker signs and <laughs> singing yeah. your shit and you know who you are and just the, just just things that you wouldn't think bat an eyelid normally. I just sort of you've not, I've noticed every little thing about watching games the past week or so. Just little, little shitty things that are just stupid but just hilarious now that you've seen them first time in a year. It's yeah, the, the Chelsea uh, loanee got oh he got absolutely hammered. Uh, I forget his name. Um, what, Chelsea, Ch- Chelsea loanee. Oh yeah, Gallagher. Gallagher, yeah. Oh, it's such a fucking diving bastard, and I, I really took, I, I, I really took pleasure in uh, in calling him a cheating diving bastard all the time, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it. it, it I, I, I milked it a bit, and you know, like he, he thought, "Fucking hell, I right enjoyed calling him a cheating <laughs> bastard." <laughs> just, just, he, 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 he did get fouled a few times, and I, I just did it again. He was like, you "Diving cheating bastard!" <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was just brilliant. It was everything about it, brilliant. Good. It's been great watching these playoff games with fans in. It's been it's been really really good. Uh, did you have any VIR instances? I didn't watch the highlights of your game. Did you have any instances? The first game probably with proper VIR for you, wasn't it? That you've been yeah, to live? well, the, the first one we ruled offside, but um, the assistant ruled it off. Um, but to be honest, there, there weren't no uh, checks where they announced it in the stadium. It, were, it yeah. were really, really fast. It was as if there were no VIR at all, to be honest, uh, <laughs> which but is quite possible. Uh, yeah, with, with, with every fixture been <laughs> that last game, Stockley Park uh, were were overrun. Um, mm. But yeah, it it went it went by uh, and by like a flash game really. And uh, no, there weren't no VAR incidents, uh, and I'm not really looking forward to them uh, next mm. season. But uh, yeah, what happens when you're a Premier League mate? Um, so. We're going to League One. We won't even have goal line technology. Oh, fucking hell, you don't, do you? That's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck's yeah. sake. Yeah. Um, yeah, you so... You have to listen to Laxie complain about assistant referees all season. The fucking shit. <laughs> um, should we talk about the playoffs, then the Champions League briefly, and then we'll talk about the England squad? How does that sound? Sounds like we've got some sort of plan, which is always helpful. Go for it. Ish. Um, so we start from going bottom to bottom to top in the in the uh, playoffs. So we're going to start with what will be on Monday three o'clock kickoff. Morecambe against Newport County. Forty-two year old Kevin Ellison um, pulled off some absolute heroics to put them vegan pie eating forest green bastards in their place uh, and keep them in League Two for another year. Um, and it sets up Morecambe against Newport County. On paper, looks like a really terrible game. Um, but I think I assume you you two also when Kevin Ellison got angry with the Morecambe manager earlier this season. Um, so it could be very very tasty um, that playoff game if Kevin Ellison starts and plays, which I, I hope he does. Um, he was meant to start a factory job, weren't he? Just for what we two or three weeks before the season started, he was scheduled to start a factory job, and then he got a call saying from Newport manager saying, "Do you want to come and train with us for a bit?" And they signed him, and now he's going to Wembley eight, nine months later. It's a brilliant story. Only score in playoff history as well. Yeah, that, that goal were quality as yeah. well. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure exactly how much technique and how much hope if and hope went into it, but it looked good. looked yeah. really good. Um, 
I, I, I don't know. I, uh, it's difficult to call this one, to be fair. Um, yeah. Newport have got that cup, cup, cup pedigree, haven't they? They beat, they beat Leicester and somebody else in FA Cup a few years ago. Same manager, same everything. So yeah. for me, that cup pedigree gives them a bit of an edge. Beat us. Beat yeah. us in uh, FA Cup. They, they, they said, though, that they, they prioritise that because it basically pays for pays for them for a season, a, a little, even a little bit of a cup run and getting a decent side. I think Wait, look. Go on. It's all set up. It's all set up. You can see it now, uh, Ellison scoring winner. Can, can, Knee yeah. sliding in front of no, Morgan manager Derek Adams. Yeah, yeah. Not even <laughs> drop kicking. <laughs> that would be brilliant. That would be absolute quality if you did that. Um, on the FA Cup, my point is, I think that's a good one because you look at Conference or National League, Sutton have got promoted. I, I, only a couple of years ago, they went in that crazy cup run and that, that set them up going forward. And I, I think that's why that's helped them get the way they are. Uh, Again, all the way in beating the, us. Beating you. But you're on the. Uh, yeah, does that mean Crowley are going to win Champions League in a few years? Mm. Well, they've released Matt right now, aren't they? Histon. Histon's going to be a fake up with us. Yeah. Um, um, what, go on. Yeah, I'm going to go for Morecambe. Um, that's, that's where my, uh, it's not where my heart says, but it's where my head says it'll be. Um, again, I'd, I'd like to see Kevin Ellison do well. And. Uh, Play. I'd like to play. Against, I'd like to see Wednesday play against him next year at the age of forty-three. He will it's completely shit house you. Yeah, <laughs> he will. It's just what he does. It's just but, he'll do it against I, us and all. Whenever he plays against Rotherham, he always scores against us. Just that player he is. But uh, I'd, I'd, I'd made this probably going to be Mark on this one. Yeah, Mark on on beach yet. Hey, well done, Ed. Well done. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go Newport. I think with playoffs, I think you can go with your heart because it's a one-off game. I think you can go with it. Uh, so for this one, I'm going to go Newport. Um, uh, League One, Blackpool uh, will play Lincoln City. Blackpool battered poor Carl Robinson, Oxford's Oxford United. Poor Carl. Uh, so poor Carl has another year in League One. Poor Carl. Win, say it. No, I don't care about him in the slightest. Poor Carl. Ah, oh, poor Carl. Thank you yeah, very much. Like I am very happy. Um, and Lincoln City <laughs> made Sunderland have a fourth straight season in League One, uh, which is not why, as, as a fan of the club in League One next year, that's not really what I wanted. Um, but still, Wayne, still pretty funny. Can't wait for the Netflix documentary to come out. It's going to get better <laughs> and better. Um <laughs> Yeah, um, you do kind to you kind of want them to stay in League One because then you know you're going to have a decent away day. But they are going to be a well. Are they going to be a threat in there after so many years in League One? Are they going to be know. as big a threat? They can't keep spending that same money after having a you know basically a season and a bit without any income. And top scorer Charlie Wyke will be off. He's, he's out of contract. He won't stay in League One. So he'll, top scorer has gone. It's a bit of a rebuild job, I think. Mm. I think it was was funny. The little goblins uh, back (laughs) under his bridge. (laughs) That's what you get for having a fan that shits himself at the sea. Oh, a Sunderland fan, weren't it? I think so. Yeah, it was. I think so. Um, Yes, it was. But it's good that we we brought up Blackpool and Lincoln. We've not mentioned neither of them yet. 
Um, we've took the piss out of Carl, uh, the other two teams that are out. Should we? I'm not sure. I'm going to have to go Blackpool, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go Blackpool. They look very, very good going forward. Jerry Yates looks a very good player. Um, <laughs> their, other striker, their other striker, I can't remember his name now, uh, the, the games I looked, watched the playoffs, I can't remember, it looked really good. Yates' strike part looked very, very good. And they don't concede many. I think they considered two against Black uh, Oxford, which was like the most they conceded in most of the season, two, games, two goals in one game. So... I would probably favour, but and their playoff record oh, is ridiculous, isn't it? Blackpool's. Yeah, it's brilliant. I don't, have they even lost one. I don't think they. Don't think they, have, lo- they? they lost one, two. Can't remember. They did lose one, but all the way. You know when they they tried coming back up, and I can't remember the play. Oh, it weren't Forest, were it? Forest did semi final. I don't know. Were it Palace? Who did Palace beat? You know when Kevin Phillips got that penalty? Who was that? You know, we're really good. We're really slick, aren't we? We are. Yeah. Uh, we're really on the ball when we do these podcasts. It's almost like we don't do any, you know, research at all for the shows. Well, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going Blackpool. Old. Blackpool. You said Blackpool, Unanim- didn't you, man? Unanimous, yeah. Um, and the final playoff game, I love this playoff weekend. You know, these three games in three days, all finals. I mean, it's just, and we're fans back in as well. It's going to be great. Um, the final one, which we're going to talk about, which is the first one that will happen, is Brentford against Swansea. Uh, Brentford beat Bournemouth and Swansea ended Barnsley's dream. Um, on the Brentford-Bournemouth game, the guy who got sent off for Bournemouth was one of the most brainless things I think I've seen in a while. He put his team down to 10 men against against a good Brentford team. It. He should not have done that, Ode. I know it's easy to say looking back now, but I don't understand why he took that man out for a red card. Chris Meppen, weren't it? Yeah. yeah. It was so mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah, well, sometimes in these high-pressure games, yeah, yeah. some some people can't uh, can't stay in the kitchen, can they? Uh, the, the same. Heat in the kitchen, when Heat in the kitchen, yeah. Ah, okay, sorry. Yeah, I did not got that at all. Okay, it wasn't. It wasn't a sexist comment. It was a play on. No, 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 no I, didn't, I didn't understand what you were going. <laughs> yeah, because uh, because as soon as Brentford went ahead, Bournemouth had nothing because they, they, they were down to ten men. Brentford are one of those teams. There's certain types of teams you don't want to play when you're down to ten men, and Brentford are one of them. It just didn't work and ended up costing them game. Um, Barnsley win, losing to Swansea. Thoughts on that? Uh, not unexpected, I suppose, but um, I don't know. I, I, I do. I don't feel bad for him, but mm. I would like to have seen him get to a final before losing. Yeah, uh, Lexi, uh, Lexi, I see. Well, I see you were supporting him. You were supporting Banzo, weren't you? I like an underdog story, uh, and I like I, I, their style is fun to watch. Uh, I think it's limited, and I think that's why they lost to Swansea. Um, but that style of just pumping it forward and pumping it forward and pumping it forward and pumping it forward and eventually something will pay off. It's, it just makes for an entertaining game most, for the most part. For me, I think, anyway. Sounds like you're on about something else, then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it's the no- northern version of Tiki Taka. Just pump it forward. <laughs> pump it. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad they went out. Fucking bad. I know you are. But the thing, the question I asked you: Would any 
Barnsley supporter want Rotherham or Wednesday to uh, to get to a playoff final. No. So that's just on Wednesday. That's just a little club mentality though, that's the thing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um who is bottling it at the final hurdle? Brentford uh, I've still never won a playoff. Swansea famously beat Reading uh, to get to the Premier League, I think two thousand ten. Um Wayne, where's your fifty pence going? Well, I went for Swansea to get promoted at the start of the season, along with the other teams who've already gone up. I'm going to stick with them. Swansea. Good. I'm going to stick with Brentford. Um, okay. I, I'm, I'm not asked either way, really, because I, I fucking hate Steve Cooper. Have you seen him? Yeah. I don't like to judge a book by his cover, but and I, to be honest, I did when I first seen him, but his, his uh, personality matches his face. He's a miserable... Cunt, uh, and I don't like Thomas Frank's arrogance. He's another cunt. Mm. So yeah, whoever uh, it, it's like picking between the two again, isn't it? I'll not mention uh, what, what, but it's like picking between the two. Uh, so, uh, you no, know I think annoys me about Thomas Frank is how big he chews that chewing gum. I don't have anybody seen chew chewing gum. It's it's like he's chewing a fucking elastic band. It's the biggest... Watch it on Saturday. It's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. Give us a visual thing. representation, like, sir. There you go. He's got rabies. That's what he looks like. He's got rabies. <laughs> I don't like him. I, you know, I, I've not noticed that, but I'm not going to be able to not notice it going forward. Correct. Um, you've, you've, I, spread, I, you've spread it, haven't you, now, like, sir? You've spread, it, <laughs> spread, spread the, uh, the, the, the annoyance on us. It's like, when, it's like when you pointed out I've got a mark on my TV and now I can't not notice my TV. <laughs> yeah, that's your own fault, to be fair. Hit you all. Um, um, I'm going to go Swansea for that one. I don't, I don't particularly like them. Uh, Brentford or Swansea, but I, I can't see Brentford winning. They'll just bottle it again. That's how I feel. Yeah, it'd be funny as well. It'd be quite funny. Uh, they keep claim, claiming that Ivan Turner's the best championship striker ever. It'd be funny if they failed. To not get up, having had the greatest championship striker ever, apparently. Um, briefly on the Champions League final, because we'll talk about this next week when the, when the games actually happened. No, I, want, I want to talk about the England squad. Uh, Man, U, Man City, sorry, against Chelsea. Um, City have got to be favourites. Any of you two thinking Chelsea are favourites? No. No. The only thing Chelsea have got on the side is that they've, they've been there and done it before. Um, mm. which, City, yeah. which City haven't but City are just so much better than them um, mm. that I, I can't see it going any other way unfortunately mm. and, and Chelsea winning were a long long time ago 2012 yeah. 2012 I think About, N- uh, yeah. nine, 9 years ago so Timoteo that's how long ago it was <laughs> and, and they basically managed themselves didn't they that day <laughs> yeah they did yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. The brilliant Drug burn charge. Yeah. Um, so, you're not for City. I think we'll talk for City as well. Um, final point before we move on to England squad. Sergio Guerra has played his final Premier League game for Manchester City. Going Briefly going back to the Premier League. How highly can you rate him as a Premier League player of all time? For what he's achieved and the goals he's got. He, he's one of the best, isn't he? He's mm. one at best, uh, absolutely. He, and he, he, 
to to do it over that period of time and all. I know this last year or two is, well, this last year especially has been used a bit more of the the phase we mark, but yeah, to, it it were it were a name you expected when when you saw when you saw him on team sheet, you expected him to to get a goal. And there's not there's not too many players you you think that about. Uh, yeah, he's got he's got to be up there. We, we, we as one at best. Um, it's 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 sad really because it's like the end of one of the best moments in Premier League history, in it like that 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 squad and he's one of. It. He won at Leicester. I know there's Fernandinho left in the end, mm. but that for for that squad that uh, set set City on the way to uh, to club they are now, and I hope City beat Chelsea, and uh, I hope because uh, he he said he never wanted to leave without getting <laughs> a Champions League win, didn't he? I hope yeah. I hope it's ending the that he deserves. Mm. Yeah, he ends on, he'll end as the fourth highest Premier League goal scorer ever. I'll get taken over at some point. Um, but his goals win, I mean, much less games. So Alan Shearer's got 260 goals in 400, 400 appearances. Rooney, 280, nearly 500 appearances. But Aguero's is 184 goals in 275 games. He's got the highest goals per game ratio in the top five Premier League goal scorers ever. It's like Odin says, he's just, he is Manchester City, isn't he really? There's no modern day Manchester City. That's, he is such a part of that. He's, I'm, I'm going to miss him playing in Premier League. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, the, um, the everlasting memory of the old Aguero mm. bit will, will last for as long as the Premier League is. Yeah. Um, that that will be one of the most defining moments of the Premier League in the same way that Troy Deeney's will be one of the most defining moments of the playoffs. It, it, his stats speak for themselves. It, absolutely brilliant player. I'm, I, I'm gutted that I never got to see him in real life. Mm. I didn't get to see him play. Um, but then again, chances are when's he going to the Premier League, you know. Um, so I'm a bit I'm disappointed about that. Best ever? Difficult to say. Top three, I don't think you could argue with that. Top three striker in Premier League history. You'd be very hard-pressed to, uh, to push him out of there. For me, he's up there with the likes of Henri, Shiro and Rooney that you mentioned, uh, Zola. Just, there's not too many better than him. Yeah. He ends with the record. He scored the most amount of goals for one single club in the Premier League as well, breaking uh, in the final in the final game as well. So, any other chats you want to move on before, before we talk about England? Uh, I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to bring it up. Oh, because, sorry. Yeah, go on. Because, uh, mainly because if I bring it up now, I don't have to mention it when it's here. Um, so, the Premier League is finished um, and we do need to run out our season uh, results for Super 6 and fantasy football um, and you know as painful as it is I think it's only fair that we uh, we go through it all so we'll start at the top 
Alan Stevenson actually finished 26 points ahead of Craig Holland overall for the season. Um, He's been up here pretty much since about late September, something like that. So, Alan Stevenson, well done overall for that. Um, So, Craig in second. uh, Third, Connor Blackshaw. Uh, Well done to uh, you guys. As we we move down the league, out of us three, I'm top. That's all all that matters. There's only three of us here at the minute. (laughs) No, um, I was regular four. Um, not all did finish one place above me. Uh, I was second out of all of us. Can uh, I win? I, th- I thought I thought you weren't going to say it. Yeah, Odin, third. Well done. Like so, like so, like so, like so. I mean, we are going over on time already, Wayne, so if you want to talk about England, you are going to throw it up. <laughs> it's taken me a while to get down to you. Just give me a second. You know, you're here somewhere. 25th for the season, actually. You finished in the top 25. I'm really proud of you. Unfortunately, you did, finish, you did finish in the bottom three, so you will get relegated. To the Super 6 Papa John's Trophy. <laughs> um, bottom of the league for the season, Michael Conway. Uh, I assume he stopped trying. I, I, I assume so. Um, he, he could be dead. We don't know. But um, well done to everyone on Super 6 this year. Uh, there is a prize, uh, which Nuttall's going to mention next week. I don't want to steal his thunder, but he's going to mention the prize, um, probably. So, yeah. Well done to Alan Stevenson and well done to Nuttall for finishing top out of us four. I can't be bothered with fantasy football because I finished really low down. I won out of us. Yeah. Yeah, we about 16th, 15th, 15th, 16th, something like that. Shall we do a proper... Go on, I'll do fantasy football then, just since you've asked for it. Yeah, it was quite close between me and Nuttall at one point. Mm, Yeah. Not long since. Um, Yeah, I'd given up trying, to be honest with you, because I didn't know... (laughs) Mainly because I didn't know how fantasy football worked for most of the season. Um, But uh, Christopher Lilly finished top, well ahead of everyone else. Uh, Andy Watson in second and Neil Lawson in third. Well done to you three. Uh, Lexi, you were 16th in the end. Not bad. Uh, Odiod, 29th. Uh, Nuttall, one place below you, only four, four points ahead of Nuttall. Well done, Odd. Okay, now. Of course. And uh, I think it's fair to say I didn't do that well. Turns out Kate and Jerry didn't do it. Um, thirty-seven for the season. Um, just ahead of Tom Nuttall and bottom of the pack, Carl Nuttall. Well done, Christopher Lilly. Well done, Alan Stevenson. Um, there might be a prize. I don't know, but well done. Yeah. Uh, if we if they end up as a Euro fantasy football, we'll get one of them to put up as well. Uh, sometimes this isn't there. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, so. Time for England. We're going to start with a video from the missing man, uh, as in his, his prediction. This prediction was made before the squad announcement, so it's going to give us, Nuttall is going to give us his, his 26 man squad prediction, and then we'll come and talk about the squad. Is there any questions before I click ahead, Wayne? When you said missing man, I thought it meant Lord Lucan, but uh, yeah, go on. Okay, here we go. Hello there, everybody. Well, as I've ditched, ditched you all this week for a holiday. Sorry for prioritising a holiday over the podcast. I know it's disgraceful behaviour, but here we are. But I thought I'd give you 
my England prediction. Uh, now that season's over and done with, we're, we're in full Euro mode, so hence the flag, hence the shirt, which definitely didn't come from Turkey, uh, come on England. I'm going to go with Southgate's prediction, or a prediction I think Southgate will make, rather than who I would go for myself. So, keepers. Uh, Pickford will be number one, and probably rightly so. Uh, then you've got Henderson, highly likely he's played a lot back in the season. Uh, depending on Pope's injury, Pope um, would be first choice there in the third the third berth. Uh, but if he is injured, I think Johnston will probably pip Ramsdale, even though Ramsdale's had a pretty good second half of the season just because of that England first team experience. Defenders now, there's the big debate over Trent Alexander-Arnold, but I think increasing the squad to 26 is it's probably just about going to get him in there. So, from a defender's point of view, I'll go John Stones, Ben Chilwell, Kyle Walker, Tyrone Mings, Connor Cody, Maguire if fit. Uh, I, I don't know what the chances are of Maguire being fit. So, uh, Rich James, Kieran Trippier, Luke Shaw and Trent Alexander-Arnold. Uh, in midfield, I think we'll go with Mount, Rice, Phillips. Gordon will be happy about that. Henderson is fit, but again, he's not played much football. I think the three extra players might just allow him to take a chance with people who have not necessarily been fit over the course of the last few months. Uh, the smaller squad probably wouldn't have done it, but he's got them extra three spaces to play with. So Henderson, I think, if he's fit enough to travel, will travel. Ward-Prowse, Lingard, uh, Foden, the boy wonder. Uh, return for Grealish, obviously he's played a few lately and then I think Sancho will get in, he's, he's been doing pretty well at Dortmund towards back in the season certainly, so I think he'll make it. And then uh, and then strikers, Kane, Sterling, Rashford, Calvert-Lewin, Watkins, uh, there'll be your calls for Bamford etc, but we've discussed previously why I don't think he'll get the, get the shower, I don't think he will now, I don't think we'll see any more experimentation going into the tournament. Only players that have played will play. Um, depending on Maguire, Henderson, they're the two that may not make the 26, depending on fitness. I think if they do fall out and not necessarily replace Maguire with a defender because he's got the extra one with Alexander-Arnold, um, I think if Maguire and Henderson don't make it, um, it'll put Ings and Bellingham in. But we'll see. We'll see next week when the, or this week uh, when the squad's released. So, as we're nearly there, Alexa, play. I mean, Alexa completely mugged it off, to be honest. <laughs> I could have edited that out, but I didn't want to edit that out. I wanted to leave the gap in, just another woman ignoring him. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like that another woman ignoring him bit. That was a real kicking <laughs> sleep, that one, wasn't it? <laughs> well, pull the knife out, you mate. It's fucking ribs that you've been stuck in there. Um, so that's not us. Uh, prediction for the end game. Uh, we're not in the end game. We're in a 33-man provisional squad, which Southgate dropped on us. We're in on... Infinity War at the minute. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I'm not. Uh, but three, uh, six of the squad, what are we, a 33-man squad, seven of the squad will disappear 
between uh, I think it's Tuesday. I think I think the first of June is when the cutoff from UEFA is for the twenty-six man squad. Um, few surprises, but I don't think they'll make the squad. Ramsdale is in for the first time. Sam Johnson's in. Uh, ben White's also in, as well as Godfrey. Um, those win. Uh, sorry, Ramsdale, White, and Godfrey. For me, I have three guarantees that won't be in the final twenty-six. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's the only the final two or three that are going to be the, the bit of a debate about. Um, because I also think you will see... Um, you see, I, I, I want to say Phillips, but I know, I know I'm going to have an argument with him, but I, do think, I don't think there's enough space in the squad for him, I really don't think there is. I think with all they've got there, I don't think they need that extra defensive man. Um, is he injured? Well, this is this is my argument. It's delayed his decision. This is why this has caused this all uproar. Is because Phillips got injured in last minute uh, West Brom game. Um, but now, from a video we've released today, is uh, it was his shoulder in game, and uh, mm. he's uh, he's already making recoveries with that. He's doing weights with it and and what have you. He'll he'll, he'll be he'll be fine. The only the only concern was he's injured that shoulder and been out for a while before. Um, yeah. But bite looks, um, they're just taking precaution. He'll be going, Phillips. Uh, I've no I, doubt. I think whatsoever. I think he'll go. Yeah, I think Southgate Southgate likes him a lot more than uh, most England fans do. You can only take mm. twenty six players. There's some good players in there. I mean, I, I think Watkins will drop out. Um, yeah, definitely. But you, yeah. you, it's the last couple that you're going to struggle with. Well, Saka's in, so Saka won't go. So if you get, if you get rid of uh, Watkins and Saka, that's five gone out of the seven. But it still gives that um, difficult last two. It does really, yeah. I mean, uh, the question is how many right backs you need. Uh, and I know Southgate has talked about um, he would be okay with taking four because I think he's right. Alexander Arnold can play anywhere across. The defensive fullback position, and he could probably also play midfield. But would you really want to play Alexander Arnold in midfield at a European tournament? It doesn't make much sense to me. Um, but it gives you something different. Do you know what I mean? If you're going to take Reese James and Kyle Walker, I know they are different players, but they both they give you similar types of things. Whereas Alexander Arnold gives you something completely different to those. So I would take Alexander Arnold over one of those two. I think Ward Prowse will be gone and all. Thing. I, I hope not. Cause he, he offers something a little bit different. Yeah, um, and he it, can play it, a little bit deeper without having an, an out-and-out defensive midfielder in there. Mm. Um, I, I'd like to think he say I personally don't see the benefit of taking Bellingham. Oh, take him, uh, mate. I, I take him. He's no, got to go. You look at his st- stats from this season, and, and you look. You, you look at what people say about I don't watch German, watch German football, but I see bits. And you listen to people who do know about German football. He's been one of the best players in the league this season. He's got to go. I'm just, I'm not sure how much he's going to play in that squad. But it doesn't matter, does it? It, it gives you some off bench. I, I accept he's not going to start. I, I probably wouldn't start him unless you needed to. But at the same time, I'd be happy to start him because he's shown in an England shirt only glimpses. Sure, an England shirt he can do it, and is doing it for one of the top clubs in in Europe. He's uh, got which, to go for me. 
In which case, you're going to have to drop Greenwood. Is he even in the divisional squad? Yeah, he yeah. is, yeah. I'd drop him. In that case, yeah, I'd drop Greenwood, yeah. Definitely. I won't take him. If you're talking are you, about are you, are you suggesting, are you suggesting something to do with Greenwood doing something against Greenwood's will? You're going to make Greenwood do something against his own will? I, mean, I don't think he's in charge of the Eagles squad. You can, you, I don't think people should be forcing Greenwood to do stuff. Um, he would never force <laughs> someone to do something they don't want to do. Oh, yeah. He would never do that. Well, um, if we're, we're, yeah, we're up, tip in white. So, yeah, we just need one more team. I know we're not picking the squad, but if we put Gre- if you take Gre- Greenwood Grealish. out six. Grealish. And you take Grealish out. He's had a, he has had a decent rid- season, but he's finished off the season injured, so he's not been able to sort of prove himself. Yeah, this last yeah, one is a, last one is a kick is a, is a tough one I think. Grealish, oh, you take a risk and you drop out Mings. Is Mings yeah. in? Is Mings in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but you, uh, you've got you're going to need either Mings or Connor Cody, potentially both. If you're going to take a risk, I'd, dro- I'd, I'd drop out. I'd probably drop out Mings. If you take it, if, if you take in Phillips and he can play, he's more than capable of playing centre back and all. If you're down to bare bones. More than I know, but should, should you should you be able to should you put you in a put yourself in a position where you could be possibly down to bare bones at centre back? You you're saying if you're going to be down to bare bones, if you get three injuries and suspensions, then you're down to bare bones. That then shouldn't you, happen anyway. Then you've got to make that brave call and probably say Reese James. I think like, Reese James. I mean, mm. That's harsh. Rip- I know it's harsh, but well, you, you, Trippier gives you a lot of different options, like dead yeah. ball. Um, and his bail count's been brilliant for Atletico this year. Well, league, it? Yeah. Um, Trent gives you versatility. Uh, and Kyle Walker is just well, one of the league with City. And is solid in that position. Um, and as much as I've been really impressed with East James this year, uh, and in any other situation, you'd think he's, it'd be England's number one right back. But unfortunately, we've got the best competition in that position in our lifetimes. But then he could go in Champions League this weekend. and could go into summer as a Champions League winner, but find himself not in England squad. It'd have to be between James and uh, Kyle Walker. Then I don't, I don't know. I I I drop Trent, but the problem is it's just the versatility he offers you. Mm. Um, I think he's had a good end of season and all, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Since he got dropped, so he got just, dropped from England, it was brilliant. Or do you just go for it and say, sure, over Chilwell? What do you do? It's going to have to be one. It's going to have to be one at, one at fullbacks, isn't it? You drop. You drop. You got to take Chilwell. Chilwell's been you've brilliant. Got, I think you got to take Shaw. You, got, you need at least two left backs. I know you, you've got versatility, but you don't want to have to. You don't want injury to make you have to play right back at left back. If you get a couple of injuries, then you're right. You've had a couple of injuries. That's just how the cookie crumbles. But you, after one injury or suspension, you don't want to have to then do something. Take Ben White then. He can play left back and all. <laughs> but then we're but then we're putting somebody else back in and I already took him out. <laughs> we have Don't to take Maguire's Maguire's fault, I'm telling you now. If they put him on bench tonight as just some kind of scare tactic like Mbappe of the week. Uh, you didn't tell me a one one. No, no one's not gonna tell you that. No. <laughs> um I don't think you can you can't take out Conacoda. No. Um Mings would be a risk. I get why you would, but I think it'd be a risk just for your extra strength in depth, knowing that Maguire might not be 100%. Um, 
do you say drop out Mings and say, well, put Walker in at centre half if needs be? He did that at World Cup, didn't he? He played centre back quite well yeah. at World Cup, other than give penalty away. But then you look further forward, you've got just Lingard in professional squad. And again, he's had an amazing end of the season, but who is he going to get in front of, Jesse Lingard? Who would have to be not not play to not for him to, to play? That'd be my argument over Bellingham, personally. I, I think he would play Lingard over Bellingham. Whether the, whether one's better than the other is a different argument. I think he would mm. play Lingard over Bellingham, based on how Lingard's played this season. I think I think Lingard's a bit more attacking than Bellingham. I think Bellingham could play much deeper. You couldn't play Lingard in a, in a standard midfield, but you could do that with Bellingham. I think that's why it, it, it gives you, it gives you it's the Arnold question, it gives you that versatility. Yeah, yeah but you've got you've got Henderson, you've got Rice, you've got Mount and Ward-Prowse who can drop back slightly and play in that position if needs be. Not as a, a two holding midfielders, but if one of them gets injured, then you would have one holding and one sort of Slightly further forward, um, mm. and none of them is going to get taken out of the squad. Let's let's be right. Ward Prowse is the only possible, but he's he's never done it wrong for England, and he's been, you know, quality for Southampton all season. Mm. I, 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 I think I'd go with Bellingham personally. I, I, I wouldn't take that risk. I think I was taking that. I think I think, I think he gives it, it gives you option he can play, but he's also going to be the future of English football as well if he keeps going the way he's going. So it, it should be in that squad for for two reasons, if that sort of makes sense. This is Lingard's last chance, and it last tournament anyway. Yeah, but that, but that was the whole, that was the whole Theo Walcott argument in two thousand and six. Didn't mean it was right call. Ah, but Theo Walcott was just quick. Bellingham's got a bit more about him. Yeah, but that was the argument that people made for having Walcott in the squad back then. Oh, he's going to be future at the team. We better put him in the squad. Don't mean it was the right decision at that time. There's no wrong, nothing wrong in not playing Bellingham in this tournament, but start having him in your squad for the next round of qualifiers. Working towards the next, we're working towards 2022 World Cup. Hmm. The, the, the question is that do you, do you take somebody who's performed excellently for a team who's qualified for Champions League in Jude Bellingham and played a lot of minutes, or do you take Ward Prowse who's played okay in a Southampton team who'll be bang average? I think he's played brilliantly in a Southampton team that's been bang average, personally. I, I, I don't think he's been outstanding. I, th- I think he's done well, but I don't think he's been an outstanding star of the league, which mm. Bellingham has. If that, do, you know what, do you know what I mean? I think if Ward-Prowse had the exact same season but was playing for West Ham, we'll finish sixth, we wouldn't be having this argument. So I think, realistically, it's Lingard or Ward-Prowse. I love that you could have both. If we're not well, getting rid of well, if we're not getting rid of Bellingham, it's Lingard or Ward Prowse. I, I don't, I, I don't watch German football, but like I say, uh, just going on England performances, Bellingham's look good, and I've good reviews from uh, from Germany, but I, I don't, I don't see it with Ward Prowse. Wayne, the uh, only thing I see here in is set piece specialist. Mm. And we've got we're, them. In we've Trippier got them. and uh, and other options. Alexand- yeah. Alexander Arnold. Alexander Alexander Arnold. Trust me, the northern monkeys are get a grip. I, I, I didn't even realise I was saying Alexander. 
You did I, the I, start, I, yeah. I, I think I was saying Alec, Alex Arnold. That's what. That's what. I thought. Ah, okay. Okay. So, 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 who have we got so far, like say Ramsdale, Godfrey. Oh, put my book Come on. Right. You were writing it down. No, no, I was just ticking them off, mate. I've just got. I've just put a five bar gate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, God, like say. Yeah. So, so Ramsdale. Yeah. White Godfrey. Yeah. Watkins. Yeah. Saka. Yeah. Uh, also, we got a Mings. Yeah. And Ward Prowse. Oh. First six, uh, yeah. Ward Prowse. I, I think I'd rather, I'd, I'd rather send Lingard back in than Ward Prowse. But go on. Is, mm. are you, are you, what are you saying? Ward Prowse or Lingard? You have the final say on this one. You can't. I, I'd, I'd pick. Do you know what? Sterling won't be in my squad uh, based on fault. And you could argue Rashford. So. Mm. <laughs> it, it, I'd I'd be going on form and I'd say uh, Lingard's had more an impact. So I'd basically just basically on, on that this on there's, that mm. only. There's, there's the there's the democracy I and mean, it's wrong, but there's the democracy. It, that's that that is our Sean Ward Prowse because the New England shirt has done nothing wrong, absolutely nothing wrong. Yeah, but he's not pulling but, trees either. But then exactly. Lingard and uh, well, he, he's not. He's, He's done all right in an England shirt, and yeah. to be fair, he has. You, you could argue he's done better in an England shirt than he did at Manu, and with form he's in this season, it could possibly be better. So, uh, yes, yeah, he gets on my tits, but yeah, I'd be taking him. Um, so that's where we're going to end it. And next week's episode will probably slightly delayed, just so we can get in the England squad announcement, which I think is scheduled Tuesday. And I think we actually play on Wednesday. I think. Yeah, I think we got that first. In- Patrick oh. Bamford's uh, in for it, isn't he? Uh, next week. That's what he's waiting for. That's a big surprise. Uh, he's not in the thirty-three, but he'll be in the uh, the twenty-six uh, next week. Oh, okay, I get you. Because he'll have, he'll have come to his senses, Southgate. Uh, okay, we might need another full episode to talk about that. <laughs> Um, yeah so the next week will come probably depending on Wade's work we'll probably be out on Wednesday morning just so we can talk about the England squad announcement Uh, but we'll have to wait and see for that one Uh, Wayne Wayne's got a funny face he probably won't be but we'll see you Wednesday morning okay Uh, so thank you all for listening Uh, if you're watching YouTube appreciate that as well please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already Follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Um, good luck to all the playoff teams this weekend. And we will be back at some point next week to talk about the Champions League final, the playoff winners and losers. And we will be in full Euro mode as we transition to the Northern Monkeys Euros show from next week. So, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Jody Pye. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Are we, are we finishing uh, with a sing-song? Uh, we weren't going to. You got one plan, Dad. It's coming, oh, it's coming, oh, it's coming. Come hang on, hang on, hang on, Come hang on. on, hang on. Go for it, old. Oh,
I love that right tune you were on. How late you were, classic. Um, yeah, I, was when... work out, I was trying to work out whether it was 96 or 98. Oh, sorry, 96 though. Um, <laughs> when you can pull all the firing finishes you want, we're now in, as Nuttall said, we're in full Euros mode. So get on board because Odin, it's coming home. It's coming home. When? It's coming home. Boom. Jack Grealish. That's... Jack Grealish. Come on, Jack. <laughs> Wayne's on a promise. Uh, he's going to touch with Northern Monkeys, uh, Jack, and uh, Wayne's uh, promise uh, if he gets. If he I wondered gets who's. I wonder who's throbbing member that was in our inbox. Like, share, subscribe, Dan Senior. Correct, and we will see you all next week for football. Cheers, guys. Oh, well.